For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe, B-L-E-A-V, and Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network, Detroit's number one and one and only sports podcasting network. We believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. This is normally the part in the show where I introduce Lions legendary safety Benny Blades here on Believe in Lions, and just like I said last week, Benny is running South Florida. He's got his hands in a million different things, um, meetings left and right. Can't make it again this week, but that's okay. That's okay. I've talked to Mr. Blades. <laughs> we have set something up uh, to record for next week, so we're going to make that happen. We're going to try to get these schedules all figured out. Make sure Mr. Blades is all right. Make sure he can still do the show. Make sure he can still um, tell his great stories and talk Detroit Lions football with me. So we're going to try to get all that hashed out. We'll have him uh, next week here on the show. But uh, don't go anywhere because this is going to be a great show. I'm going to talk about some news and notes off the top, but then I'm going to get into – I'm actually going to go through the Detroit Lions roster. Without the player here, without the safety, without the man, Benny Blades, it's me, the GM of the show. I get to do what I do, which is talk roster we are going to do a live mock draft here on the show where I'm literally going to make these picks in real time, talk you guys through what I'm doing. I know we're about to head into free agency, but we are 50 days away, 50 days away from the NFL draft, my absolute favorite event of the year. Got to get into that. And like I said, I'm going to literally um, go through this Lions roster, talk about who they've cut, who else they need to cut, who I'd keep. We're going to do all that today on the show. So everybody hang in there for that. But before we do that, you know, we got to get betonline.ag in here, one of our great sponsors. It's one of our favorite sponsors on the show. You know we got to get them in here early on the Believe in Lions podcast. Um, bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I mean, the NBA is in full swing. College hoops is heating up. They 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 have a tournament coming up. Tournament is their one hundred thousand dollar bracket madness contest. As bet online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50%. That's 50%, people. That's big time. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so let, let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about the news and notes. I mean, wh- when it comes to the Lions, there's been a lot going down, actually, the last couple of days. Uh, they've decided not to franchise Kenny Galladay. 
know, myself included, thought they might franchise him. They might try to trade him. They're not going to do either of those things. They're going to let him go to free agency. That definitely means, I think, when it comes to Kenny Galladay, that he will not be returning to the Lions. But I'm not so sure with Romeo Aquara. I mean, when they don't put a tag on him, you kind of assume he's gone. But a few people on Twitter, I'm always talking football, fantasy football, everything, at Derek Oakry. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. Somebody kind of told me, hey, that doesn't mean Aquara is gone. You know, and it kind of reminded me that, yeah, you know, Aquara's brother's here. That is a guy they can maybe get for a decent price tag if that's what they want to do. And I think he's young enough. A good guy off the field, productive most of his time here in Detroit. That would be a guy I would like to see them at least negotiate with and see if they could get a good deal. I don't know where Romeo's number comes in. I want to say around 10, 10, 11, you know, million dollars a year. You know, you start getting up into those uh, 12 plus. That's kind of those premier uh, rushers are going to be up in that 15 range. And I don't think he's there. So, you know, I'm looking at anywhere between eight, you know, eight to 10, you know, 12 on a high end um, on a three year deal, four years, maybe, you know, if you want to spread it out a little bit more would be something I'd consider. But it's really hard to tell where he might come in. That might be overpriced. Um, You know, it's really, I just, I really don't have the best idea of where Romeo would come in. Now, Kenny Galladay was pinned at 18 plus million dollars. Word is that he turned down that amount. And I'm just kind of happy the Lions didn't make that commitment. I mean, I like Kenny Galladay as a player. I like him as a guy just in general. But, um, you know, they need to kind of revamp this receiver core. It opens up all their possibilities. I know a lot of people out there are thinking, we got nobody at receiver. Well, they just brought in Tyrell Williams. They've got Quintez Cephas. we got to see what he has. And they can easily redo it with some sneaky free agents as well as some uh, draft pick or two. So not too worried about that. We also did get word, I think, within the last week or so that they have cut Desmond Trufant. And they have also let go of, who else they let go of? Christian Jones. So let's, let's go ahead and do this. Let me look at the Lions roster right here. And we're going to start making some cuts. Who I think the Lions will cut. Who I would cut. Let's just work this roster right now. So let's go ahead and start on the defensive side of the ball. That's where everybody wants a total revamp. And I get it. You definitely need to do that. So let's go ahead and start the defensive line. We'll start there. You know, Romeo Quara, I just talked about him. I'm going to leave him on my uh, roster right here. Again, I'm in the DTO scouting office. Benny Blades hasn't seen this. He doesn't know the type of work I'm putting in here to be the GM of the show. But I've got my draft boards up. I've got prospect rankings up. But I also got Alliance team board full of uh, magnets um, now this is how the the this is how the gms do it you know they have these magnetic boards and you think man it's 2021 you know everything's digital and, and some of these gms are moving to kind of a digital setup but there's something about being able to move these magnets around pull guys on and off move them up and down with a a quick um, you know movement here and that's what i'm going to do i got a magnet board with all the lions uh, current players for the most part on here so we're just going to go ahead and we're going to leave romeo quara on this board deshaun hand i believe that's a guy that can still step up um danny shelton this is a guy that i'm going to pull off and make a cut um for me just because i i think you can save a good amount of money there and i think that he's just that big nose tackle even though he is athletic i think you can move on from a guy like that trey flowers i'm definitely keeping um the backups you know 
Austin Bryant's a guy I like a lot as a young guy. I need to see a little bit more from him, though. Nick Williams, um, that's a guy I'm cutting. I don't think the Lions have cut him yet, but everybody has you know, had him on their short list. So maybe I missed it or maybe it's just uh, you know not on my brain right now. But Nick Williams, he's pretty much got to go to do a cap savings. Penasini, he's going to kind of slide into that Danny Shelton role for right now. He is a big um, defensive tackle, but I think he showed some good things last year. Um, John Atkins is going to be cut for me. I know he doesn't make a bunch of money, but he sat out last year, and I just think they can move on from him. Julian O'Quar, whether you call him a linebacker or defensive end, I'm going to leave him. I, I have some high hopes, but I really didn't see anything from him. Cornell, the, the kid from Ohio State that blew out his Achilles, I think, uh, early in, in training camp. You know, I'm going to give him a shot to see what he has. Kevin Strong, I'm going to leave him here for now. I, I like some of the things he's done, but I, they could obviously move on from him. They have a guy, uh, I believe his name is Huggins, that kind of brought him on and off the practice squad. I'm going to move him off my roster as well just to free up that spot for somebody else. Um, let's move to the outsides now. When we're talking cornerbacks, I'll just kind of go as I have them here. Um, AO and Okuda, obviously going to be a two, my two outside guys. The Lions thought it was prudent to to keep Mike Ford around. I mean, if it's if it's my choice, Mike Ford is, is gone, but they did re-sign him to a deal, so I'm going to leave him up here on the board. Um, Justin Coleman is a guy that I you know thought was a decent signing because of his PFF scores as well as his age and where he was coming from, Seattle, all that stuff. It didn't work. He hasn't played consistent enough. He hasn't played well enough to be on this roster. He also makes about $9 million. I can get rid of him and get a corner either in free agency or the draft to fill that spot. Um, Daryl Roberts, same thing for me. He played decent, but if it's my choice, I'm going to move him off the roster and add another guy. Um, McCray is going to stay because he's a special teams demon. He did have a pretty rough injury last year, but I'm assuming he can come back. So looking at those corners, man, really thin. You know, I'm not set with AO and... Okuda. I want a third, a fourth, even a fifth corner that I can rely on. The Lions really need to do some work there. Let's go ahead and move back to linebacker. I mean, looking at the linebackers, for some reason, Lions uh, restructured Jamie Collins and I went off on Twitter saying, I don't like this move. I didn't like how he played last year. And man, People just came coming for me. They were just like, oh, you know, how could you say that? Like, he's our best linebacker, and, you know, it's a good move to restructure. He wants to be here. He looks like a he's, he's a good example. I mean, I watched Jamie Collins last year. The effort was not there consistently. He made a few plays on the football. I saw him miss a lot of tackles. I saw him, you know, always trying to get the football and instead getting burnt quite a bit as well as letting guys run free right across his face for big plays. But hey, the Lions brought him back. I mean, if you bolster that linebacker core and you make Jamie Collins a a less, you know, impactful player, okay, I guess, but I just know they couldn't save a bunch of money getting rid of him. He was just one of those guys I want to get rid of to sort of give the keys to the car to a new middle linebacker, a new captain of the defense. Just, you know, Jamie Collins is like 32 years old. He's, he's not in the prime of his career by any means, but we're going to leave him up there. The Lions are keeping him, so hopefully he can play good ball, and if you surround him with other better linebackers, maybe maybe it'll work out. We'll, we'll see. 
Um, so Collins there in the middle. Uh, I'm going to leave Tavai in the middle. Just, again, doesn't help us to cut him at this point. We all know he's not showed anything on the football field. Slow as molasses. Uh, hasn't shown real good instincts tackling. But, you know, uh, you just hope that he can come along. Or to me, he might be that guy that just maybe finds special teams or is a backup or a good locker room guy. And you, you keep him around for that. We'll see what happens. Uh, Reggie Ragland, he's going to come off my list. I mean, I kind of like some of the things Reggie did last year, especially the just the swagger he had or the ability to sort of say all the right things and have a tough mentality. But it just didn't translate enough on the field. And he's he's not as young or as athletic as you'd like, so he's going to go. Um, Reeves Mabin, I could see him going, but I'm going to leave him up there just because he seems to be great on special teams. And I don't know, he's young enough. I I just keep him around. Same with Jared Davis. You know, Jared Davis to me is maybe they can put him in a new scheme and get a lot out of him. I would really like to see that. I don't know if it's going to happen, but he's going to stay on my roster based on his contract and his athleticism. The fact that I think he can get better. Go ahead and move back to the safeties. I mean, looking at the safeties, Tracy Walker is a guy I hope really comes on with this new coaching staff. Has a lot to prove, though, because he really was not good last year and was not used very well by the coaching staff or didn't perform very well when he was out there. I don't remember any impactful plays. No, no, no turnovers, no big plays at all. Just kind of was there, you know, so we need a lot more from Tracy Walker. Killebrew, I'm going to keep. Um, just again special teamer as well as a good guy you know beast in the weight room will keep him uh, Bobby Price is a guy I like a lot kind of an undrafted free agent I'd keep him around see if he can be some depth or be a, a practice squad type candidate um, Deron Harmon again sad to do it but he's gonna come off my list as a cut I don't know if what he saves us off the top of my head but I just didn't see it from him. I mean, said all the right things, made all the wrong plays on Sundays, and just ready to move on, get a new dynamic. Safety, which I may talk about when I get to my live mock draft. Will Harris, um, still with some upside. I think Will could be a good player. Um, CJ Moore, I mean, special teamer. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave him on my list just because... I feel like he's he's been out there. He was active sometimes last year. You see what he's got. So that, that's kind of where I'm at with the defense. Like, yeah, they need a facelift, but, you know, still got some young guys that could surprise you. You know, I know people are saying they're just going to be horrible and this, that, and the other. Like, you know, Deshaun Hand, Tracy Walker, Will Harris, Trey Flowers, Deshaun Hand, those guys all play better. Austin Bryant, Cornell, Julian O'Quara, you know, Okuda. Those guys all play a bit better, um, even Tavai and Jared Davis, if those guys step up a little bit. That really helped the middle of your team. Now, I'm not saying really many or if any of those guys are going to be your premier top talents. Um, but what I'm saying is like if Hand, Okwara, Kuda, Tavai, Jared Davis, Harris, Walker, if those guys all get a tick better and are, are serviceable, good NFL players, and you surround them with by with other dynamic guys that you draft or in the next couple of years you get in free agency, that's really how you supplement your team. I mean, I know we don't have a bunch of pro bowlers or blue chippers over here, but those guys that I named off I think can be that good middle tier, and a couple of them could be upper tier guys, you know, Okuda, Tracy, you know, could Austin Bryant or Julian O'Quara really come into their own and be good pass rushers? Maybe. Could happen. So we'll see. 
Let's go ahead and move to offense, offensive side of the ball. Obviously, they moved on from Matt Stafford. We'll start at the quarterback position. I mean, Jared Goff in there now. I, I, I feel like not only is he the guy, but because Brad Holmes has that relationship, I'm really weaning off the we, we need a quarterback, but I'm also in the camp of if you're sitting there at seven and you can't move out and there's nobody else that you absolutely love, the quarterback is the right pick there, whether it be Trey Lance, Justin Fields, you know, those would be selections I would make if I was the GM, just to both protect myself if golf's not good, protect myself for injury, groom a guy for a bit, and then, you know, have some options because Jared Goff plays great and your rookie is coming along. Well, now you got another trade chip that you can work on if you're Brad Holmes. So, you know, right now, you know, Chase Daniel to me, he's going to come off my list as a cut. Just feel like they can save some money there. I know there's been some trade talks about Chase Daniel. I can't see you getting anything besides a hamburger and a side of fries for Chase Daniel. But if you got any type of draft pick, that would help. Uh, David Blau to me, I mean, I've seen enough too. I, I don't know what Bob Quinn was doing with that, giving up a fifth or seventh or whatever he gave up for David Blau, but that didn't work. Uh, Tiamu is a guy they picked up, kind of an undrafted free agent that they brought along on the practice squad late. I think he's a guy worth worth the project, so I'm going to leave him on the board. Let's move to running back. Uh, you're, you're looking at DeAndre Swizzle, DeAndre Swift. I mean, I think he's going to be a real productive back, both in the pass game and the run game. I do think they need to pair him up with someone else, but I don't know who that someone else is now. You might see that when I do my mock draft. Um, I would consider keeping uh, Adrian Peterson um, for the right price because I, I feel like Peterson's that bigger back, that guy that's just a no-nonsense running back. And I don't know that you can find that in the draft. When I'm in the draft, I'm more finding pass catchers or you know guys that can complement Swift from athleticism standpoint. But I still need a banger. I mean, I'm going to... I've been on the record of saying I'm done with Carrion Johnson. He, he gives me nothing. But in this exercise, I'm going to leave him on there because he makes no money and because he was a second-round pick and I don't have a better option at this point. So I'm going to leave him on there. But if they moved on from him, I'd be more than happy because I just don't think he has football mentality, can't stay healthy. He's got that big knee brace. I don't see him being productive NFL player except for his pass blocking role and maybe a, a stint here or there, you know, when they give him the ball on a surprise game or someone's hurt, but I just don't see it. Jordan Scarlett's a kid out of Florida. They brought in <clears throat> towards the end of last year. I like Jordan Scarlett, to be honest, as, as a depth piece. When I say I like some of these guys, it's not like I like him as getting the football a ton or being a, a, a main guy, but I like him as a four or five type running back that you could bring along or have on your practice squad that might be able to do some things if you bring him along properly or, you know, if he's needed in a pinch. So I kind of keep him on my board as well. Let's go to the receiver position. I mean, this is the position most people are talking about. Uh, Geronimo Allison, to me, I kind of liked him. He sat out last year. I'll be curious if he stays on the roster. I'm going to leave him there now because, again, at this point, I'll have better options. But I'm not, you know, huge fan, you know, but as a as a depth, deep roster guy, maybe. Uh, Sanu, to me, showed good things last year, but he's older. I just don't see it in him, so he's going to come off my list as a cut. Quintus Sivas, like I said, is he a slot? Is he an outside guy? The speed obviously isn't there. 
the the word was the guy was tearing it up, absolutely tearing it up in training camp last year. And then we saw a little to next to nothing for most of the season. I don't know if that's the Lions defense that he's just eaten up in, in practice or if he fell off or if the coaches didn't give him enough opportunities. I don't know. But obviously I want to see more from Quintez moving forward. I'm hoping that he can be a as high end a three in the NFL as a low end as a four or five. That's still a good roster player for you. Jamal Agnew to me is a guy that's a free agent, but another guy they kept saying, man, Jamal Agnew's tearing it up. Nobody can guard him. And then they did it, gave him a few sweeps and a few nothing passes all year. So I mean, Jamal Agnew liked it here and wanted to come back. I mean, special teams as well as returner, as well as maybe catch some footballs. I'd be open to it for the right price. So need bodies at this point. Like I say, no Kenny, no Danny, no Marvin uh, Jones. Those guys aren't coming back. I mean, Everson Griffin, I didn't talk about him on defense, but he's another piece that we traded a fifth for that he's not coming back. It's it's definitely going to look like a new team. There's no doubt about it. So I got no other receivers. I know Victor Bolden might be on the team. He's not even on my board here because he's just one of those guys the Lions always keep around, but he never does anything. So this is where the Lions need to attack. You got Tyrell Williams, too. I don't want to forget him. He's a new add to my board. Uh, Tyrell Williams, I like. I think he's going to be a 1-2 for the Lions in, in 2021, but he's really more like a, f- a 3 or a 4 receiver on most teams. So Tyrell, I think we'll get a lot of rocks. I think he'll be integral in the the offense. If they go draft a top guy, he'll be a number two. If they don't draft anybody and they just sort of put some low-end free agents, he might be the number one for the Detroit Lions. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, receiver, it's important. But as I've said on Twitter and other platforms and my other podcasts, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast drops Wednesdays and Fridays on your favorite podcast platform. We serve up that Honolulu blue Kool-Aid so you can drink it in, man. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like you could go out and get the Demarcus Robinsons, the John Rosses, the Josh Reynolds type players and, and really have a nice young upside receiving core. I'd almost rather do that than spend a really high asset in the draft on a, on a running or a wide receiver. But you will see what I do when I do my live mock here in a bit. Let's go ahead and go to the tight ends. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, um, number one, really good player, Pro Bowl player last year, coming along nice. I'm still curious of what his absolute upside is. Is he a dominant top five, top seven type tight end for the next five years, or is he a guy that will have a down year next year and then will jump on the scene again in 2022? I don't know. I really hope he keeps balling out. I like his game. I like what he brings. Got to be a little more consistent, a little more dynamic, but I like what he does. Uh, Hunter Bryant, you know, some of my buddies are like, man, Hunter Bryant, like you, you love Hunter Bryant. Like, and I'm just like, Hey man, I like that. They got him as an undrafted guy. He was highly rated by PFF productive college player. Um, of course he had the same injury issues that he had in college and whatnot that held him down. But I think if he could stay healthy and be out there, he's a, he's a depth flex type tight end where you can keep him there as your third or your fourth type tight end. Uh, you can you can bring him out there. You could throw him the football. Just don't ask him to do a bunch of blocking. And I think he could be decent. Like I think he could be a decent number, even on the Lions if they don't address tight end. Could he be a two next year? 
I think he could be because he needs to be because this guy is definitely off my list. I don't know why the Lions haven't got booted this bum yet. And that's the outlaw, Jesse James. He's got to go. Jesse James is a waste, a horrible signing by Bob Quinn. You could tell after just a few games, this guy had no juice, no ability. Uh, gosh, I, how he's making like six, seven million dollars. I have no idea. So Jesse James has got to go and go now. <laughs> um, let's go to the offensive line. Taylor Decker is inked and signed. He's a, he's stalwart there at left tackle. We like him Um, behind him. I have uh, Dan Skipper. You know, he's been on the team. He's going to come off the team for me. He's just kind of like, he's there. He's Dan Skipper. I can't have him on my team. I can go find a late guy or undrafted guy. That'd be better than Dan Skipper at this point. Jonah Jackson, left guard. You got to like what he did in his rookie year. Frank Ragnow was a beast in the middle. Joe Dahl, um, you know, he he's at the right guard, but he's been a cut candidate. I'm going to keep him there till I find or, or dress for a better option. I'm also going to keep Logan Stenberg there as his backup, and I'm going to boot O'Day Abouche. I've definitely seen enough of him. But between Dahl and Stenberg, I feel like you could probably get by at right guard if you don't think so. I think that you could... <laughs> consider upgrading but with all these other spots that we need upgrades i mean i think you could do worse than stenberg and Dahl and hope that they're serviceable and then you know the right tackle is an issue to me too i i really don't like hal vitae but i know it doesn't do me much good cutting him based on contract terms so i'm going to keep him terrell crosby same thing he's kind of finishing out his rookie deal i haven't seen what i'd like to see from him some people out there tell me he's good he's solid i've seen things i mean he's been okay maybe but for me he's just another guy out there very inconsistent doesn't seem like he loves the game you know and no wonder he dropped in the draft based on what i've seen him as a pro he's okay if you got nothing else but you should definitely upgrade so you know they also have matt nelson who guys i think they kept around on a futures deal i'd like to get him off the team but they still seem to show they like nelson he came in in a pinch last year he was halfway decent so i'm gonna leave him up there so between vitae crosby and nelson maybe they get me by at right tackle but i would not mind an upgrade either you know and make vitae either the the interior guard or bump him down the roster and cut him next year and have a better right tackle protect our quarterback and right tackle is important position when you already got left locked up so i wouldn't mind spending a, a draft resource there you know, kicker, I would hope you could get Matt Prater a decent deal, come back. I mean, I'm going to leave Mulebach up here, but I really feel like he's a cut candidate just because, I mean, how long can you play? How And, again, new regime, maybe it's just time to say thank you, Don, give you a gold watch, you know, appreciate all you've done, but just go find another long snapper that is quality, that is younger, and just roll with that. And then Fox is our punter is a beast. I mean, wow, he had a tremendous last year. Year I don't want to call a punter a beast. I mean, he was good. He was real good. So um, Fox, if he can keep that up, is a is a quality punter in the National Football League, from what I can tell. And the Lions, as far as draft picks, have a first, a second, two thirds, fourth, and a fifth. No sixth, no seventh round picks. So there you go. That's kind of my breakdown of where the roster is. Some of the cuts I made. Try to talk you through that a little bit. 
So let's go ahead and take a quick break. I want to get our great sponsor eBay in here. And then we're going to come back and do a live mock draft to finish out the show using the uh, Draft Network mock draft machine. So do this thing live, talk you guys through it, kind of try to make my picks quick. Sometimes I can't decide, but uh, <laughs> we'll try to work our way through that, give some people some names to think about in the draft. But uh, before we do that, let's go ahead and get eBay in here. So I want to take a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, one of my favorite places to go, and that's eBay. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. eBay is the original sneaker marketplace, and it's the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. I'm a big shoe guy, love shoes, Jordans, whatever it may be eBay is the place to go. I mean, they have eBay's authenticity guarantee where your sneakers are meticulously inspected by an independent professional authenticators. I mean, and for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free, F-R-E-E free, to sell or flip your collection. So what are you waiting for? Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Please do that. Please check out eBay. I'm always buying things on eBay. Tremendous stuff on there. And like I say, if you're a sneakerhead, if you love shoes of any sort, that's the place to go. No doubt about it. All right, everybody. So we are back on the show. I just want to thank you so much for hitting up our sponsors, betonline.ag ebay the only place to go for anything you're looking for especially those um, shoes that you want to grab and like i said if you could do us a favor like i said i can't wait to get benny back on next week we talk about his free agent experiences what a negotiation was like between him and the lion some of the behind the scenes stuff i'm gonna try to get out of him benny blade's always tremendous on the show really fun great guy to talk to fun to listen to can't wait to get him back on but uh, in the meantime if you can uh, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform whether that be itunes spotify google play you can find us on amazon music just tell alexa to to find the show they'll do that Um, just anywhere you can find podcasts you can check us out and if you're on itunes if you can leave us one of those quick reviews give us an honest review of the show really helps us out across the board so appreciate that as well so like I said, here's here's what I want to do. I want to do a mock draft live, but I kind of want to do it as if Benny Blades was here as well. So you know what that means. That means throughout the draft, I have to look and see if maybe there's some of those uh, those canes that I might have to draft. <laughs> you know I got to get that in on the show, and when I'm considering one, I might have to play play this. You know Benny Blades wants me looking at guys like Russo, Jalen Phillips. He wants me finding Quincy Roche, who now he told me might be a good pick in the third round or so. After I told him Quincy Roche might be a good pick in the third round or so. Um, And gosh, who else? Benny's got his Ronnie Perkins pick that he threw out on the show. We'll see if Ronnie Perkins is available in this mock to grab. 
and Brevin Jordan, the tight end from the U as well. We'll keep an eye on him. But uh, you may hear a little phone noise as we're doing this. That's uh, some trade offers coming through. I'm actually not going to do trades on this one just because I want to give you guys a realistic view if the Lions do not come through with any trades, what it might feel like. And uh, like I say, it takes too much time to evaluate all these deals, and I'd overthink it. So we're just going to straight up make the picks. But uh, I got it all set up here if you guys haven't went to it. Go to thedraftnetwork.com, use their mock draft machine for free, but I recommend going premium. Um, doesn't cost you much per year. You get all their draft. Uh, gosh, they just do profiles on over 400 players, I think it is right now. When you use the mock machine, then you get to use the trade feature. Um, lots of other great features and things that you get. And the draft network guys are just great, man. Just a bunch of guys that love football, love the NFL draft, put that together, and are doing really great things there. I, I always try to support them and, and appreciate what they do. So, I like I said, I got it all loaded up here, and I've hit start on the – uh, on the mock and the first few picks Trevor Lawrence Zach Wilson to the Jets Penny Sewell to the Miami Dolphins Kyle Pitts all the way up at number four to the Atlanta Falcons Jamar Chase with his boy Burrow to the Cincinnati Bengals Justin Fields goes to the Philadelphia Eagles which would be a surprise for them that Fields and um Hurts there. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they're going to do dual quarterbacks. I don't know what they're going to do there. So I'm sitting here at seven. Top player on their board is Jalen Waddle, the wide receiver from Alabama. Caleb Farley, the cornerback, is there. Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. You, you've got the big tackle Slater. Devontae Smith from Alabama, the Heisman Trophy winner, is there. Micah Parsons is there, who a lot of people like. So, so like I said, I guess if I'm sitting here and just making this pick, for me... <laughs> comes down to value for me i mean i like caleb farley i've told you i want corners but in this situation i don't know that i could do it jalen waddle i've heard a lot of great things like he's the next tyree kill type player i wouldn't mind him on the lines but it doesn't doesn't get me fired up really so i mean if this is the way the board fell if this is the way the picks fell in front of me and i'm not trading out i'm gonna sit here and literally take man i i'm I'm debating by what i want to do versus what i think the lions might do i i'm just gonna do what i would do this is my mock i'm the gm of the show here if it's me because quarterback is so important i'm gonna go ahead and take trey lance here at number seven i've heard some crazy great things about trey lance and i've heard some things of man he's gonna really need some time he's got a lot of question marks I think it's worth the gamble, both on position value. You got Jared Goff there. You don't have to rush it. And having two quarterbacks isn't the worst thing in the world to me. I know it seems like a waste if Jared Goff plays incredible, but I just think it's the best value here at this point. So I'm going to go ahead and take them. We'll see how this shakes out. Trey Lance is the pick at number seven to the Detroit Lions. Let this work its way through here. It goes really fast. You can put it on super fast. You can put it on slower if you want to see every pick. I got it on fast here. So we're working our way to the second round right now. And we'll see who's on the board. We're getting trade calls. Just got a call. We're going to decline that for now. 
but yeah, this is this kind of how I like it working out. I mean, in round two, now that I got my quarterback, I mean, just wide open anywhere. So I know people are going to say, well, now you got to get that receiver. So we'll go ahead and let's at least look at who the receivers are. But the way I like to do these mocks is that receivers are, are plentiful in like the third, fourth, fifth. I could still get guys I kind of like. Nico Collins, Dwayne Eskridge is there. You know, guys like that, but I'm gonna wait on it. I'm gonna play a little, uh, little risky business and wait on the uh, wide receivers. And the reason I'm gonna wait is because you know we got guys like Trevon Morrig, the uh, safety from TCU, is getting rave reviews. I mean, Richie Grant's another safety is getting rave reviews. Jason Oway is a guy that some people absolutely love. Other people are like, man, I have no idea what he's going to be like in the pros. A couple of my buddies are saying Baron Browning is moving way up the board, the linebacker from Ohio State that they might want. All guys are there. Benny Blades' boy, Ronnie Perkins, is a little bit down the board here, but he's been moving up from like a fourth rounder to a third. Now he's probably going to go in the second in this mock. But the guy I'm taking, I mean, it's really a no-brainer for me at this point if I can get him at uh, pick 41 here in this mock. Give me Zaylin Collins, linebacker Tulsa. This is a guy, he's like, let's see his measurables again. It's absolutely ridiculous. 6'4", 260 pounds listed. You go watch his highlights. He's He can rush. He can tackle. This guy can, you see his, his tape. He's, he's jumping routes. He's playing, you know, deep half. <laughs> he's like covering guys in the slot, basically. I mean, it's just crazy what this guy does. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and take him. I, we need to linebackers. Yeah, you can get linebackers late as well. Or you could wait on them. But this guy's kind of a freaky special talent that I want on my team. So, you know, between him and, and, and Mo, Mo Rig would be my pick here because, between him and Tracy back there at safety, I think would be really good. We're going to go with Zaylen Collins here. Linebacker from Tulsa, top guy on the board here for the Draft Network. And like I say, I'm trying to get BPA, so that's the kind of guy I'm going to get. Best player available right here, Zaylen Collins to the Detroit Lions. So Trey Lance, a 6'4", you know, big-bodied running-type quarterback. Like, here's the thing with uh, Trey Lance, too. Trey Lance is a guy that I think you could actually, even if he's just sitting and learning, he's such an athlete and has done some special things. You could use him in the run game. You could use him in the red zone on some short yardage rushes. You could have some special packages in there for him as he comes along. I mean, I know he's a little bit different, you know, quite a bit different than Jared Goff, but I'm telling you, I just feel like you got to do that quarterback pick to protect the franchise and to... Um, just kind of set yourself up there for the future as well as predict yourself for the now of a guy that could come in with injury. Maybe he just balls out and he's way better than Jared Goff. I mean, you, you deal with that. You sit Goff down and you get rid of Goff after this year. That's an opportunity too. So I'm in the third round now at pick 72. I mean, gosh, this is going to be a hard pick right here. I mean, Joseph Asai from Texas, he's an edge interior rush type player. He's at the top of the board. He's 53 overall, so if I can get him at 72, that's really nice value. Dwayne Eskridge, though, the wide receiver from Western Michigan. I mean, the kid's 5'9", 190, but really good number three receiver. Slot, outside guy, could maybe be a number two if everything goes right for him. You also got St. Brown, the wide receiver from USC, who was on the board here. I like a Mar- um, I like... Amari Rogers from Clemson as a receiver as well. He seems to be climbing. And you also got Carlos Basham, the edge player. 
from uh, Wake. I think they call him Boogie Basham. I mean, you almost want to just draft him for that reason alone, but he's been hit or miss, but he put great senior bowl. He seems like a guy that could be a nice edge rusher to have. So lots of options here in round three, and I got two picks in this round. So I'm going to go ahead and stick to what I told you guys I like to do. Joseph Asai is the top guy on the board. Position of need edge. He's 6'3", 245. The draft network says Asai can align as a 3-4 a outside linebacker that is used as a, a spot dropper in coverage. He's also capable of putting his hand in the dirt as a 5 technique and a 4-man front. Um, he's a 3-4 outside linebacker. So, man, if I got if I got Jamie Collins, Zaylin Collins, and I'm adding Joseph Asai, I mean... We're really tuning up our juice. He's also a junior, so he's a younger type player. I feel like I can cut him loose. Now I want to take one more look at these wideouts because my pick is coming up at 88. And I feel like between Eskridge, Brown, Rogers, Tylen Wallace of Oklahoma State, uh, Deani Brown from North Carolina, you know, the, those are five guys that I'd at least consider. And I, pretty much guarantee one of them is going to still be on the board if not multiple guys at my next pick so like i said aside you really don't know what the lions are going to do on defense you know what their scheme is going to be or what type of player they're looking for but i'm looking for talent right now and quality football players and and like i said this guy's a four-star coming out of high school you know, size just seems like I, I like those edge rushers from the linebacker position, especially in a guy that can move around versatility, but also do some special things. I, I, I do, you know, I have an eye on a corner too, that I might consider with my next pick. So we'll see what happens, but let's just go ahead and take Joseph aside from Texas and see what happens here. It's not a guy I've taken in many mocks, but I'm gonna go ahead and take him here. I know some people are screaming to take Dwayne Eskridge, but I'm gonna go ahead and wait how this falls here work my way so that was my first third round pick i'm coming around to my second third round pick here and eskridge went off the board a bit after i picked i mean he went a good 10 picks after so and a couple let's see saint brown went a couple picks before me so amari rogers from clemson is on the board He's one of the few receivers I still like. Quincy Roche. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's from uh, The U. (laughs) Gotta get those in every show. Whether Benny Blades is here or not, we gotta drop the sound bites. You know how we do it here on Believe in Lions. B-L-E-A-V in Lions. Um, So Roche, I mean, I'm I'm gonna pass on him because I just took kind of a, you know, outside edge type player. You know, Quincy Roche is that same type of guy. Gosh, I would would have liked one of those St. Brown to fall to me here. He didn't. So let's go ahead and look. I took Trey Lance, Zaylin Collins, Joseph Asai. And I need a I need a wide out. Or I'd like to get a corner here. And let me see. There is well, there actually isn't. The Philadelphia Eagles took my corner. This is a guy that's very polarizing. He used to be a first or high second round pick. He's falling down the board. That's Sean Wade from that school down south that I shall not speak of. And I don't know, just teaming him back up with Okuda as well as AO and then add a couple free agents. That was interesting to me. He's off the board. Just look who else is here that interests me. Cameron McGrone from Michigan, but we've already got a couple linebackers, both a, a big bodied in the middle. 
as well as a uh, outside rush type player. Now, now here's my dilemma. I see Jalen Twyman uh, on the board, interior defensive lineman from Pittsburgh. Same school, same, you know, look, same feel. No, you know, he, he's not going to have the same, you know, production or same people might laugh me out of the room, but 6'2", 290 from Pittsburgh, interior player. Who does that sound like? He's an interior rush player as well in a 4'3". That sound like Aaron Donald to you? <laughs> I mean, obviously no one is Aaron Donald, but gosh, being for me. There's a couple interior guys. Hyman is there as well as I love Marvin Wilson from Florida State. <laughs> That's a guy I'm taking in a lot of my mocks. We also got... Um, Good players there. So again, that's where I think I can wait. I think I can wait, <laughs> but I I'm not sure. So I'm going back to receivers, and I just think the value is here for this kid, man. Five ten, two eleven. So he's thick. I really liked what he did at the Senior Bowl. He's uh, primarily a slot, but they say here he gets a West Coast horizontal type spread. I think this guy could get open quick. Or Jared Goff, and I gotta get this guy a receiver because I don't know what they're gonna do in free agency. But I just don't want to mess around and wait and miss out on a couple more guys. And like I said, if I get one now, it lets me maybe double dip there with my fifth round pick as well. So, you know, you got Brown, the kid from from North Carolina, as an option as well. But I, I'm just gonna go with Amari uh, Rogers. Played against a real good competition. Great quarterback there with Clemson. I'm going to go ahead and take him here and get ourselves a receiver and see if that DT falls to me at 112. So, see what happens. So, Amari Rogers, wide receiver, Clemson is the pick. Kind of a bummer. Lions don't have six seventh rounders. That's why we're hoping for trade downs, hoping to acquire picks. Patriots still trying to get a trade offer here in the fourth round, but I'm going to go ahead and pass up on that. Go ahead back to overall and see who's see who's still there. And looky what happened there. This is when you love the mock drafts. You gotta be able to hold your water and wait. The top guy. I'm picking at 112. This guy's 99 overall. Oh, 99. Look at that number overall. Uh Twyman from uh Pittsburgh, the top guy on the board. You know we're making that pick here. Again. People are going to laugh at me and say there's no way I'm close to Aaron Donald type player. I just like what this guy brings, especially when I get him in the fourth and, and beef up the interior for my line for the Detroit Lions. So we're going to go ahead and take him here. Now, looking back at our pick so far, we've still got a fifth rounder coming. We've been able to attack the quarterback position. Got ourselves a playmaking linebacker that can pretty much do everything on the football field. He's a little bit different body type, but dynamic player we got joseph asai who's an edge hand in the dirt move him inside if you want type of player like that we got amari rogers kind of like that really tough gritty receiver can move him all around do some things and then we got um we got the kid from pittsburgh interior defensive tackle 
to help out there as well and get a penetrator. Finally got a penetrator in the interior rather than these run plugging, you know, bum stiffs that we got recently. So here I am in the fifth round and the draft network puts up your needs as well. So I've addressed, I've addressed the top knee, which they said is receiver. I haven't addressed corner, which they have as a second need offensive tackle as a third need. I haven't addressed, but I have addressed quarterback, linebacker, interior defensive tackle, linebacker, and edge, which are all needs for the Detroit Lions. So needs, but also, as you said, I wasn't trying just to get a linebacker. I was trying to get guys at the top of the board when I pick, letting the board fall to me. And here I am in the fifth round looking at the board and just saying, okay, this is where you maybe can be a little more picky. Like, do I want a... You know, fill that corner since it's my second need and I told you already that I love getting corners and uh, you know beefing up that position with bodies and with guys that might be better than we've had the past I don't know decade for the Detroit Lions being able to cover absolutely so there is a player I like I'm not going to tell you who he is right now I'm going to look around for a second Rashawn Weaver is an edge player from Pittsburgh as well that I like but I'm going to steer away because I've already got a couple guys that can rush off the edge. And I just want to go a different direction, looking down the board a little bit here. But when I said wait on receivers, so if you wait till the fifth round, you're looking at guys like Daz Newsome. You, know, you got Marlon Williams from UCF, who I've read some good things about. You got WAP uh, from Indiana. Yeah. Wops his first name. He goes by one name. Wop. Um, he's somewhat intriguing. Shy Smith's kid. I kind of like in the slot. If you wanted to go that route as well as way down the board, but Josh Palmer balled out at the senior bowl, big body. Could remind me like a young TO type player from the plays he made and his body type, but I'm not going to double dip on receiver. This one, to be honest, I am going to look at, Safeties real quick, because I do think, especially if we're moving on from Dron Harmon, we don't know what Will Harris is going to bring, and we don't know if Tracy Walker's really good. You can still get Caden Stearns here in the fifth round. He's a six foot two ten from Texas. You know, Texas always puts out good safeties. Junior, four-star player, um, developmental versatile safety, they call him, you know, that can can both play in zone and spreads um, and, and man up as well. So I do like him, but again, I'm going to pass on that position as well. Another thing we haven't addressed is running back, you know, compliment to DeAndre Swift. Trey Sermon is a guy that I've taken in a lot of mocks. Stevenson, the kid out of Oklahoma, is a guy that I like as a big bodied, you know, bruiser, get you that first down, get you some touchdowns. And there's a lot of pass catchers. You know, if you want to go with Kenneth Gainwell, a guy that just catch the football, be dynamic, you could do that. There's there's quite a few other backs like that. There's even a kid uh in the second round, early in the second round, you'd have to take him out of North Carolina, who I've just heard is maybe the best back in this draft when it's all said and done. But I just wouldn't go that high. You've already spent multiple second rounders on running backs. You can't do it again. So I'm going to pass on that as well. You know, Interior lineman. I do want to look at offensive tackle because I don't think this kid is there anymore. But, you know, um, Walker Little from Stanford is my offensive tackle that I'm looking for. Like if I can get him in the third or fourth round, I would consider it because he's a guy that was really high ranked. Now he's sort of in that those middle rounds, but good talent, 
good football player. If he could play the right side, I'd consider him. Brady Christensen is an offensive tackle here for BYU that I like too. He's the top tackle on the board right now, but he's also quite a ways down from else I could pick so what I'm gonna do uh, again this is a little bit for Benny Blades and it's a little bit for me I mean I might as well cue up the music <laughs> with my fifth round pick 153 overall go ahead and give me Aubrey Thomas cornerback from Michigan I wasn't really that high on on Thomas with the University of Michigan but I've read some good things about him. Pretty athletic in the fifth round here. Get a guy like that that doesn't have to start, doesn't have to play every down in the slot, but could still be a decent player for me. So, I mean, you know I got to get those Wolverines in for Mr. Blades. Let's go, Blue. There you go, Benny. I mean, I got to counteract the uh, the Canes on the show. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait. I can't wait till one day when University of Michigan goes down to the U. We'll, we'll go down to South Florida and just lay a whooping down on those canes. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait till that happens. I, I will be blowing up Benny Blades' phone when that happens. But everybody, we've done nearly 45 minutes plus here. I gave you a roster breakdown. I did a live mock. Just to recap, with the, with the seventh pick, we took Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. At 41 overall, we got Zaylen Collins, linebacker, Tulsa. 72, Joseph Asai, edge, outside linebacker from Texas. Can also move around on the defensive line. At 88, we took Amari Rogers, wide receiver, Clemson. After that, we were able to acquire at 112 overall, Jalen Twyman, uh, interior defensive tackle, rush-type player from Pittsburgh. At 153 overall, the Detroit Lions select Aubrey Thomas, cornerback Michigan. So filled a bunch of needs. I feel good about value. You know, probably Thai, uh, Twyman, Thomas. Those are all guys I haven't gotten many mock drafts. But I've been, you know, I'm always changing it up, always looking for a different uh, type of mix. And I'd feel good. You know, these are guys you can build on. You know, I would think Trey Lance, Zalen Collins, Asai, and then um, hopefully out of you get Rodgers, a decent receiver. And if Twyman could be good, that's a, that's going to be a nice draft for you right there. And, and you're hoping Thomas is a depth piece at cornerback. Now, are you going to have some washouts? Sure. Are some of those guys probably not going to work out as I would hope? Possibly. But I think they're worth the risk. So I love doing mock drafts. You can catch me on Twitter. As I said before, I'm putting out mock drafts Monday where I just do a straight up one like we did today. And then on Fridays, I'm giving you a mock draft, which is trades where I'm wheeling and dealing, making trades for the Detroit Lions. And it gets real crazy and real exciting when you see what they could pull off if Brad Holmes is able to trade down, make some deals for the Lions and go from there. So everybody, that's all I got here for the show. Thank you so much for listening to BLEAV, Believe in Lions. Exciting offseason, maybe the most exciting in my time as a Lions fan. And it's even more exciting we have Benny Blades on the show. I apologize he hasn't been able to make the show. I know he wants to. I know we're just trying to figure out his schedule. Hoping he continue doing it as well as I know he loves doing it. He loves talking to the Detroit fans. And it's just had some scheduling conflicts. But we're going to try to 
make that up this coming week and see if we can get on a good schedule. We might even change the uh, show to Mondays before it's all said and done. That way, when the Lions play, we might just knock out a show that Sunday night or whatever, and you get a hot podcast of Believe in Lions on Monday, um, beginning of the week. I don't know. That's just something I'm throwing out there. It might work, but for now, we're going to stay on Thursdays. You can find us every week here Thursday, whether it's me and Benny, myself, who knows what we might bring you here on the show. But appreciate you listening. We're 50 ways days away from the draft. Free agency is like literally a week away. Next Wednesday, you're gonna be um, there's gonna be start of NFL free agency, so that's gonna be great. And uh, we just believe in the Lions. We believe they're putting it together right. We think they're doing the right things, and can't wait to see how this football team comes together. So take care, everybody. Catch you next week right here on Believe in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network. Take care, everybody. I'm out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm a darn well get respect, and I'm a demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.